back. Another episode of Talking Maiden. The podcast of the beast. Of the beast. Fear of the Dark Part 3. Fear of the Dark. Ooh, I'm so scared. <laughs> this one's taking a long time to get through. Yeah. Yeah. I did, we have a lot to say about this album. We do, and we're not rushing it. No. And, you it's know, an interesting uh, album. In the first uh, episode, we were all like, ah, you know, don't want to be too hard, don't want to be too... But now, like, I've got a real positive outlook on this episode. Yeah. In the second one, we had a little bit of a lull. We got into some dark topics. Yeah, fear is the key. We yeah, went fear off is the key. We, tangents on that one. AIDS, the ozone layer, yeah. politics, social <laughs> media in general. End. Yeah. I was thinking about it, and I listened to Childhood's End a few more times. Yeah. I don't think that's a very good song. No? I think I just fell in love with the drumming in the intro. Because when I listen to the whole thing, I'm just kind of like, I don't know. Mm. It's different. I don't know. Like, ask me, like, in a week and in a month, maybe I'll like it more. Yeah. I kind of soured myself on it by, like, reading the lyrics. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. No hope, no life. Yeah. Just pain. You know, I... Sometimes, like, you know, especially like Bruce's solo stuff, the lyrics are just right in your face. A lot of Maiden stuff, I'm so busy rocking out, I don't really, like, very rarely do I go through the lyrics and reenact what they're doing. Yeah. I sing along, but even then I'm not really thinking about it, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, there's a few songs where the lyrics kind of, like, they stick out like a sore thumb. And that yeah. was one of the examples. Another, in order, another track like that is uh, To Tame a Land. Yeah, that's right. The lyrics are very like, I know they're about Dune, but you're like grabbing random things about Dune and just that's kind right. of like sticking them in really, I don't know, these obscure yeah. terms and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's there's only like a few tracks where I actually even think that like I I even, you know, associate with the lyrics. You know, like Icarus, I like literally think about flying, yeah. right? And then there's like, no, I listen to, you know, I know climb the, like a monkey. Yeah, no, I think thinking. about the lyrics all the yeah. time. It's just every now and then some lyrics stick out that like seem like they don't fit. Or yeah, something. that or they seem, you. It doesn't seem natural that they're, yeah. that they're incorporated into the song the way they are. Yeah. Now, anyway, let's get this. Yeah, we're moving go. on. Yes, <laughs> yes. Absolutely. So this is Bose Brewing. It's another yeah. Ontario beer. We had one or two of those before. Have we? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know. But we haven't had this one before. Listen to this. Okay, let's hear it. Family run, employee owned, organic. Ooh. Nice. I don't know. Sounds a bit preachy. (laughs) (laughs) This this better be good. Hippie beer. This better be good. I don't know. I think this is (laughs) brewed by the same people who wrote uh, (laughs) Childhood's End. (laughs) So it's uh, a session IPA. It's called Good Time. Nice. Do not spend your time worrying about those wasted beers. All right. It's got it's got that good can sound. Ooh. I know we've had people say like you can hear the the foam after we pour the beers. That's not a that's not an added in sound. No. Nope, look, look at that. I literally have nothing but foam. I was doing it right next to the mic <laughs> to be like, "Ooh, look, I'll make foamy noise." All I can taste is foam. That's nice. Oh, that's good. It tastes kind of like an IPA, but very, very light. Well, it's a session IPA, so yeah. that's exactly what it is. Yeah, It's got a nice bitterness to it, though. That's good. That'd be a good summer beer. Yeah. I'm impressed. Mm. So it's the good time from Bose session IPA. Nice. That is good. I don't know what percentage this is. I would assume it's It's like got four. dominoes all over the cover. It's four. Four. Yeah. That's driving beer. <laughs> Nice. All right, Fear of the Dark. Fear of the Dark. So the tour. Yes. The Fear of the Dark tour. The tour. June 1992 to November 1992. Mm. 63 of 64 shows they played. 
Wow. Um, July 23rd, 1992, a show in Chile was canceled because the Catholic Church complained. Why? The satanic. <laughs> or I don't know, something like that. The first, <laughs> the first show of the tour in Norwich, England, uh, June 3rd, was a secret show billed as The Nodding Donkeys. Oh, God. I'm not going to play a clip. No, of don't donkeys. play it. Don't play you. My God, why did we ever do those B-sides? August 22nd, yes. they played Donington Castle, England, as part of the Monsters of Rock Festival. Yeah. That's where the Live at Donington live album comes from. Oh, okay, yeah, really, yeah. Story. And Adrian comes on and does Running Free with Maiden. Yeah. The Live at Donington is yeah. always... Always feels at a time to me, like because of the cover and everything. I yeah. always think it's way earlier than it is. But every time I look yeah. at the set list, it always yeah, throws yeah, me yeah. off. Yeah, right. So that's oh, that's cool. I, yeah, but yeah. Adrian, who'd been out of the band mm. for two albums now, came on stage and did Running Free with them. So really? Yeah. One thing about this tour, the Walk On Eddie, the Tree Eddie, yeah, uh, is one of the worst live on stage Eddies. No. Um, it looks like Peace of Mind Eddie with sticks coming out of his head and like a long beard. <laughs> um, cool. It looks kind of lame. I have a picture of it here printed up. Um, it doesn't compare to the evil Eddie looking on the cover, but that's the one that walked on stage. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, it is. That looks like that looks like that uh, head shrunken thing from like Beetlejuice. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> it does, does, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Set list was they opened with Be Quick or Be Dead. Then yeah. they did Number of the Beast and Wrathchild, then From Here to Eternity. Can I Play With Madness, Wasting Love, Tail Gunner, Evil That Men Do, Afraid to Shoot Strangers, Fear of the Dark, Bring Your Daughter to the Slaughter, Clairvoyant, Heaven Can Wait, Run to the Hills, Two Minutes to Midnight, Iron Maiden. And then they did Hallowed Be Thy Name, The Trooper, Sanctuary, Running Free. Okay. So, five songs from the album. Yes. So, uh, anyway. Five standard. They did Wasting Love, yeah? Yeah. That was, okay. one, of, that was one of the singles. So the first track we're going to talk about is Wasting Love. So Yes. Get into it. Uh, this is Dickinson Yannick. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this out now because I I'm, I I think you might go. Can I can I, I guess what you're gonna say? What? Tattooed millionaire leftovers? Absolutely not. <laughs> no. This is one of my favorite tracks on the album. Oh really? Yes. I like it, but I mean I think this sounds like a leftover track from Tattooed Millionaire. It's a vocal journey. It's a son of a gun part two. It's a vocal journey. <laughs> this is. Don't ruin this track for me, Nesbitt. Son of a gun. Part two, so much so. Oh my God, no! I don't made a do wasted this. love, son of a gun. No, matchup. don't do it. Don't do it.
Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Very similar. Not not one of my best uh, mashups, actually. I in... was some of the little edits in there are pretty like harsh. Well, plus. you made a great point. But to make my point is, this is Son of a Gun Part Two. I think very similar. I think Son of a Gun is a better song, to be honest. I like Son of a Gun better than Wasting Love, but they're very similar. Uh, I don't know. And I like, love it as a Bruce song. Yes. Not sure if I like Maiden venturing into here, but like I'll take it. It's like it's a I like both songs. Yes. Son of a Gun, I think, is a better song. So I think in in a way, we're flipping or we're contradicting each other, we're flipping around from childhood's end in the previous episode. Okay. Because what I love about Wasting Love is like the lyrics. I just really do enjoy it. It's okay. some, you know, yeah. but Son of a Gun, you know, you son of a gun. Yeah. And I remember, if, if I recall correctly, it was one of the better tracks on Tattoo. It was, it was the opener? I think it was. It was the One opener. of the top yeah. songs. Like I said that this was, yeah. I can't remember what it was. one of the better it, songs. But I remember saying, yeah. I love this. When and you always trash on yeah. Tattoo Millionaire, I'm always like, Son of a Gun's awesome. Yeah, but yeah. It, remember the album started good yeah. and then it kind of went, yeah, which a little, is not yeah, a lot that far from some of the things here. But anyway, um, it was the son of the gun repetitiveness, but I think I, I, I like that song. Like yeah. it wasn't one of, it didn't, it was one yeah. of the better well, if songs If you like this, the then you would like that song. Oh, I totally. Think. But yeah. this to me is, is it fits. It's an early nineties, like rock, you know, track. It's just so vocal. Yep. And I just love the concept of wasting love. And like, to be honest, I was, um, on the beach with my uh, nephew having yep. a beer and, uh, well, you know, don't tell his mom, but anyway, and, and, uh, you know, we're, we're all boating in that. And he was like going through maiden songs and then he played, he was like, name this song, name that song. We were playing that game and I was yep. bang on them all, right? Which is not something I'm normally great at. And then he got to this song and I was like, oh, wasting love. And he was like, yeah, you like this? This is one of my, I really love this song. I was like, cool. And then I could see how, you know, a teenager could like this song. Yeah. Yeah. I like this song. Uh, well, I'm like a sucker for like I love 80s metal and I love power ballads. Mm. The thing with the song and why I think Son of a Gun is better is like a power ballad is like a power ballad. Yeah. Because it's going along and then it has this like powerful emotionally de- emotional like delivery that like kicks in at some point. Yeah. Usually when the chorus hits in a power ballad, it's like this super powerful emotional moment. And the chorus comes in on the song and I'm just kind of like, "Oh yeah, it just keeps going." It's like I don't know. I don't get that feeling. It hints that there's going to be a big kick in, but it never really goes up a level and there's no like emotional, I don't know, release or whatever. It never really delivers. Okay. So I feel like it's all build and it never really, I don't know, there's some big drum drum hits. Yep. The melodies in the verses and the chorus are okay. Son of a Gun does a better job of delivering on the big chorus, I think. And that's why I like it better. This chorus to me doesn't hit in the same way, although I do like it. Yes, that is Bruce vocals, early 90s, at yeah. the best. Yeah. I li- yes. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying. Yeah. 
I don't love the song. It's not a super rich track. Like, there's not a it lot going on. It would be in my top on. 50. But I kind of look songs. at it like a, a focus on just, it's in the middle of the album. Yeah. And Bruce is just doing a, a kind of a vocal ballad, which was yeah. common. And Maiden Transit. You know? It was very common. Like, Back I think in those days. what happened is yeah. they were writing, coming, doing this album. Yeah. And you're kind of looking at the musical climate at the time. Mm. Uh, Silent Lucidity, you remember that song? Queen's yeah. Reich, that was in like, that was a big hit in like yeah. 91. Nothing Else Matters, Metallica had, and yeah. they had that big hit. Mama, I'm Coming Home, Ozzy had that. That was a huge hit. All these metal bands are doing these kind of songs. That's and right. I think Maiden's like, oh, we can do one of these songs. And not only that, like, you know, a lot of them, they're, they're, they're doing those songs. They're driving around in a, in a BMW, and you've got a, you got a Porsche. You got you got Dickinson, like so. It's like yeah, you know what I mean. It's a chance for him to show off to his vocal shine, range yeah. too. I think live, the yeah. chorus comes off. What I'm complaining about, I think live, it comes off a lot better. I think it kicks in a bit heavier. Yes. I like the live version a lot better than the album version. But mm. I mean, Maiden, as far as doing like, I keep saying power ballad, but like this is just a ballad. It's not yeah. really, I don't know what the difference is. Out of the Shadows or like Coming Home, think of songs like that. That's like Maiden doing a ballad so much better. Yes. You know what I mean? Oh, I agree, but it's different. Yeah, I but mean, they're both like the same. Yeah. I group them together. Yeah, but of a, sim- of a similar type of maiden song. They're building towards coming home. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's, I know this, what you mean. This yeah. is the ballad at the time, yeah. right? Yeah. And you know everything else that they had that was ballad-like was such high tempo. And yeah. This is slowed down, kind of romantic. Yeah. You know that's the feel. But it kind of has the feel of a Bruce and yeah. Yannick solo thing, right? Yeah. It's and I mean, the... if you look at the credits, it is kind of. Yeah, I mean, all, all I mean, it's it's not that far to think of them if they were like we're here arguing that. They could have added this and that layer and, and added, ramped it up at the end. Right. But it's it's not that far from where they were at that time for them to slow that down and put a piano solo in it, you know, or something like Yeah, this album, crazy. they could put anything in here they, and it wouldn't surprise me. But that's the point. Like, yeah. that that stage, that, I mean, yeah. I'm surprised they're that close. So I like the song. <laughs> I like the song. I love it. I don't love it. Yeah. Um, there's a pretty, oh, there's a, we didn't talk about the solo. Yes. Yannick's solo in this, very solid, very restrained for Yannick. Yeah.
a good solo uh, for Yannick. Yeah. Like I and I mean it's a it suits the song. If Yannick had a gun on one of his like crazy yeah, whammy bird, yeah, die of things, it, it would just it fits the track. This is a love making song. Yeah, <laughs> it is a bit of that. But considering you it's know, a good song, yeah. like it is good. I like Son of Gun better. I think this is a good yeah. song. I don't think it's great. It wouldn't be in like my top fifty maiden songs. Yeah, but based think. on based on its placement in the album. You know, two behind the uh, failed Tinder date and one behind <laughs> Childhood End where you're worried about the world. This is a making love alone, crying with the 1980s playboy. <laughs> That's the thing with this album. It's like, be quick or be dead. Yeah. High tempo. From here to eternity. Rocker. Rocker. Afraid to shoot strangers is dark. Yeah, definitely, yeah. And then Fear is the Key is also dark. Childhood yeah. End is dark. Wasting well, yeah. Love is also dark. You're kind of down in this like lull and you're like, it oh is. God. Well, Childhood Childhood Ends, we didn't talk about it last time, but it's yeah. got a real like 80s, 90s rock swinginess to it. Yeah, There's a thing that I really like about it. And then this is just that, it's just got that ballad. But your one complaint about this yeah. um, that you had was that you're waiting for it to pick up. Yeah, waiting and for it to kind of... Exactly. Yeah. And I've got the answer to that. I, I don't look at this as a standalone track. It's placement next to The Fugitive is perfect because as soon as it ends, Fugitive comes in. Now, I don't want to get into Fugitive now because we'll get to that in a second, but yeah. it really kicks in. So I look at this track. It's placement next to Fugitive is perfect. So I kind of look at it as like it's it's a lull in the middle You're winding album. winding down the second yeah, half. And it's winding First half up. of the album. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, but I don't know. I just like when I say I want it to pick up, I don't mean I want it to pick up in pace. Yeah. I just mean I want some kind of uh, like release because it builds yeah. up this tension of like, you know it, what I mean? A love making song with no oomph. <laughs> yeah, with exactly. No... <laughs> it's like making love without any uh, yeah, with release no, at the yeah, end. No release at the end. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, they had a video for the song. The video is very 90s looking. They're playing in some like industrial setting with fire in the background. Yeah. It's not great. It was a single, and the B-sides were three live tracks from Wembley Arena. Tail Gunner, Holy Smoke, and The Assassin from December of 1990. Nice. So we're halfway through the album. Yes. Six in, six to go. That's right. The thing is, too, when you're listening to this album and you get to this point, I'm kind of like, oh my god, we're only halfway through the album. Which is not really a good sign for an album. (laughs) Not particularly. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh my god, there's six more songs to go. I am Blaze Bailey. You're listening to Talking Maiden, the podcast of the beast. Possibly the best podcast in the world. So the album, really aggressive rocker to open the album. Yep. Radio-friendly, upbeat rock song. Dark epic about war. Yes. Then there's like a lull of three songs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then you get to The Fugitive and you're like, yes, back on track again. Here we go. Yeah. Disc two, side yeah. one of the vinyl. Yeah. And it opens up with a screamer. Yeah. Now, I always think, like, because I listen to it largely just digitally flowing. Yeah. So I find Wasting Love just leads perfect into The Fugitive. I just right. really like it. It really gets me going. But if you have the vinyl, there's no leading into each there's other. There's no. So yeah, but the, I guess Wasting Love anyway. is a good way to wind down a side of yeah, an album. It is. And then The Fugitive. Although this isn't really scary. made for vinyl. This is basically yeah. a CD. There you go. You know what I mean? Um, this is based on the TV series The Fugitive. So I was wondering that. The kind, TV series or the or the Harrison Ford movie? The, the movie Ford, came out a few years it after. It came this. out after, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. 
the this is kind of like a callback to the prisoner. You know how the prisoner yeah. was on a based on an old TV show. That's it's right. Kind of the same thing. Fugitive is yeah a TV show about a guy wrongly wrongfully convicted on the run trying to prove his innocence. Yeah, I think the movie was about that too. I don't know if I saw the movie or not. I did not go back and watch episodes of The Fugitive <laughs> like I did with The Prisoner. I watched most of the episodes of The Prisoner yeah. back when we were doing that album. Yeah. But I didn't do it with this one. Yeah, well, back then <laughs> back then you didn't have hours of listener email to answer. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> Usually I think about this song, and the thing that pops into my head is the chorus. You mm. know, uh, The Fugitive, yep. that part. But there's a lot more to the song that I totally forget about. And when I go back and listen to it, I'm like, oh, yeah, there's a lot of really cool stuff going on in this song. This is awesome. The intro to this song is great. It's a very cool intro. It's awesome. Yeah, I really like it. Yeah. I really like this song. I do too. I find it peters out a bit, but I find yeah. overall it's a really good. Yeah, track. the verses and the chorus, yeah. like the whole. Uh, I really like the verses. Yeah, the chorus is cool too, and I always remember the chorus because it's so mm. memorable. Yep, the verses are really good too, and the way the verses lead into the chorus. Pretty cool. That's awesome. Yep. Now some of the lyrics are a bit cheesy. Yeah. And it's, you know he's explaining it, and as soon as I as soon as I heard that I was like the fugitive because I knew Harrison Ford came out that came out when I was in high school. Okay. And when this is happening, I'm like 13 years old. Okay. And I was like, I knew it wasn't going on yet, but I was like, there must have been some tie in. I knew the fugitive. I thought the fugitive was a remake movie. I never, I never. Yeah. No, it's an old TV show. It. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was based on that. Yeah. But as soon as I heard that, I thought about, you know, so many of the references, you know, Braveheart and Falling Down and all these movie oh, yeah. references. They do a lot of movie and, and book It's kind of cheesy, but references. I don't know. I, I like the, the pace, but yeah, keep going. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, it's, it's, it's a pretty solid yeah. song. Yannick Solo, pretty decent. Starts off really melodic and then, you know, Yannick throws a lot of his like craziness in there, but it suits the song pretty well.
very good solo from Yannick. Dave's solo sounds weird to me. Mm. It sounds like it doesn't fit with the music that's going on. It sounds like out of place. Or it doesn't sound, I don't know, it's like it doesn't... I, I, I'd agree with that, but I do mesh like it. with the I background love... music properly or something. Yeah. Like, what is it about this that just, it doesn't sound right? Yeah, it's... It's like a, he goes off on a weird melody that doesn't quite fit with the chords going on or something. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's not perfectly placed. It's one of these examples where the solo in isolation is awesome, but it doesn't add anything to the song. Yeah, but to me, it's like, whatever melody he does doesn't seem like a fit. It's yeah, it like he goes fit. off on like a wrong note and then keeps going or something. Yeah. It starts off great. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Well, the rest of the album now, I find, starts to get some weird, almost guitar effects going on. Yeah. You know, it kinda, there's a shift here. But this I, song, yeah. Yeah. You know, five minutes. It's about, you know, that's a good length for it. It doesn't overstate its welcome. Yeah. I like it. I really I like love song. it. There's yeah. some great moments in it. Falls I don't say I love it, me. but I like it. Yeah. I think it's a, it's not a classic. For no. this album, it's great. It Yeah. For Maiden, it's pretty good. I will I will tell you this. Wasting Love to The Fugitive to Chains of Misery are three tracks I love together. I love that run of the album. I know oh, you're really? not going to like Chains oh, of Misery <laughs> because there's a lot of stuff going on there you're going to rip. I know. You're liking this album a lot more than me. Yes, I I'm am. I'm saying this like Be Quicker, Be Dead is... I thought very good. I didn't think it was like a classic, no. but I really, but I think most people do. Here to Eternity, yeah, cheesy, yeah, but good, fun, mm. right? Afraid to Shoot Strangers, I think was the only, the first track on this. I think is really great, yep. classic. Take that out of the context of this album; it stands up as an awesome song. Fear is the key, childhood, and wasting love, and even the fugitive. I think are like you're so desperate for good stuff on this album that you're like, I don't know. I think you're giving them more credit than they deserve. If you pulled know. any of these songs out or maybe and put you them made on me, like another album. Maybe you made like, me listen to Balls of Picasso so much that everything <laughs> sounds good now. But the Fugitive, I think like I like the Fugitive. It's one of the stronger tracks on the album. It is. That run of Fear is the key childhood and and wasting love for me is kind of uh, a lull. Well, wasting love me. is great. Well, no, I want to I like childhood and like it's just <clears throat> Sorry, I, w- I like Childhood's End. Yeah. Um, you know, the lyrics that you point out, I'm not, that's not bothering yeah. me. Well, like, I, I get it. it. Yeah. Now you're probably going to ruin it for me. I like I'll the drumming in it. it, but like. It'll be like, no beef, I dun, think... dun, 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 <laughs> no truck, dun, 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 no trips, dun, 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 dun. you know, like that's what I'm going to hear next time. Oh, no fun. Dun, dun. Did you know that hops is bad for the environment? No, no beer, Josh. Fuck all you people. God, now you got to ruin for me. No, but I, I do love that. I like, I, I want to give you my perspective See, on the whole that, album. Like, these songs up till now. Yeah. There's a few good ones in there. A lot of filler. I think a lot of filler, yeah. and none of these songs are great, except for Afraid to Shoot Strangers. I will be honest, up to this point, yeah. and including this track, I like all of this album, except for uh, Fear is the Key, and it reminds me of A Bad Date, and that's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. I like all the album. Okay. To this so you point, like this album a lot more than me. A lot more than you, I think. Okay. I don't, I don't, it's not in my top eight Maiden albums, yep. but it's not as bad 
as I've, it's always been in my mind. Like I, I'm very visual too. So, you know, when I look at the cover, I, you know, I don't have any of the material. I don't like, yeah. I don't wear the shirt. I'm just kind of like, eh, kind of tucked it away. Just like I did with the Blaze albums. Yeah. And I kind of ignored them. And I was like, you know, Seventh Son up until uh, Brave New World kind of guy. Yeah. I'm getting a little bit of appreciation for these. Yeah. And you know what? The stuff that I hated with the solo stuff, the raspiness is mostly out. He's worked it out. Yeah, that's true. And where he uses it, I like it. Yeah, because Be Quicker We Dead yeah. had a bit of that, but you like yeah. that. Yeah. No, I'm not in love with it. I've been listening to this a ton, but I the whole time, some people online were saying to me, oh, don't be too hard on this. It's a lot better than people think. And I was like, you know what? And I, it's been resonant, resonating with me because I'm listening yeah. to it and I'm listening to it. And I'm sometimes I'm I'm at, like, I'm I'm working away and I'm like, I've listened to the album like three, four times. I'm like, man, I'm like rocking out. Yeah. Now, See, there, I think this album is exactly as gets exactly as much credit as it deserves from fans. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Anyway, let's get yes. into the next track. So, Fugitive, mm. I give it a thumbs up. Thumbs up. I think that it's basically because I'm so desperate for a good song at this point that the okay. Fugitive sounds really great to me, even though it's like not that great of a track. Okay, it's pretty good. All right, it's pretty good. I'm just like. When you're on an album like this where there's a lot of low points, yeah. when you get something that's decent, you tend to be like, oh, this is awesome. We're yeah. back on track again. You know what I mean? Okay. Put The Fugitive on any other Maiden album. Fair enough. You know, and you then, drop that right into the middle of like Peace of Mind or Power Slave and people are like, ugh, it's a dud on there. Yeah. And maybe if you were to complain about this album, you'd say there's not a lot of consistency in sound. It feels like some of the tracks and just like, it yeah, just feels, I totally that's, agree with that's that. the big problem. Yeah. And I would say that, you know, the X factor piece, I didn't even think of that before, but wasting love was kind of like that November rain to me, you know, just kind of <laughs> thrown in there. And, and, you know, these, these kind of aspects, I can get that. Yeah. Um, but, but overall, like I find a lot of these tracks do stand up, even though there, there is, there are on a bit of an Island. But I mean that comes back to our whole debate as as maiden stuff theme, you know. How much of how much of it is actual See, I found when I was going This through... one is a pretty theme rich album, even though the music isn't that cohesive. I don't know. Fear is everywhere. Uh, I know, that's true. You know? But I feel like I went through these songs. Hmm. And there's a we should save this for the wrap up at the no. end of this. But that's fine. Well, no, but like well, uh by I then feel like... we'll have changed our opinion again. That's true. But I go through these songs and I'm like I'm like, I don't really like the song. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. And I'm like, oh, except well, now that I think about it, the drumming in this is cool. And yep. I do like this riff. And I'm like looking and searching for things that I like to try okay. to convince myself that it's not that bad. Mm. That's what I'm doing for this whole album. It's basically like picking out, it's like the songs that I don't really like that much. Picking out stuff that I like in them to like be like, oh yeah, well, the songs are actually pretty good. Yeah. And I'm, I'm definitely doing that. I'm definitely looking yeah. at this like... You know the balls of Picasso stuff. I, I just legitimately don't not, do not like it, and I've tried <laughs> to re-listen to it, and you know, and that stuff. And then I went in. Remember X Factor in the beginning? I was like, ugh, not, like yeah. that album's really good. Yeah. And I was like, man, just give it an open mind. And I started listening. And the one thing is, a lot of this album is catchy. There's a lot of good bits in it. This is not Power Slave. This yeah. is not you know yeah. Summertime. Obviously. It's just not. Yeah. That's fine, but it's a different time. It's a different band. You know. Adrian is missing. That's true. There's no question. He's hugely he's missing. Hugely so missed. many, at yeah. least two or three of the songs 
one or two of the songs you're lukewarm on would be Ed of the Park good, and two of the songs that you hate would not be on this album if Adrian was here. Right, they'd be replaced this would by be, Adrian stuff. This would be as good as one of the newer albums, right? Yeah. It would be, it wouldn't have that old feel, but it'd be, it'd be Brave New World space good, almost. That, almost no that good. way. It'd be in that space. Well, There's I'm no saying hypothetically. To... I suppose. Anything, if if Adrian's anything... in, he's going to move an album three, four tracks on this many tracks. Absolutely. <laughs> this album, even with Adrian, would never uh, come close to being as good as Brave New World. I don't know. <laughs> okay, next track. Chains of Misery. I got to say this. I think we're going to really, 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 really butt heads on this We track. are. Oh, my God. It's It's got raspy Bruce. It's got raspy Bruce. It's all over the place. It's got a bit of a, a crazy chorus beat it to pieces but i loves it i loves it it harkens back to wasting love in my mind like i just get this feel between the two and there's okay. it's like this good run and it's just like the chains of misery i know it's just kind of repetitive and, and cheesy but it's good cheese right it's well, my see, kind of cheese. from here to eternity yes for me from here to eternity was straight up cheesy rock song yeah but it was good cheese this one i don't know what to think of this So there's a load going on of vocal harmonies. The gang going vocals. On. Is yes. Good. Well, from from here to eternity. Yeah. I had the gang vocal thing going on too. I know. Um, like if if you'd never heard the song before. Yeah. And it told you this was a B side, and it was Maiden covering like a Warrant song. You would totally believe me. Maybe. Or Great White, or Helix, Maybe. or Britney Fox. <laughs> Maybe, but this beer is fantastic. But if you told me you you pissed in it, I wouldn't enjoy it. So. No, I'm just saying it doesn't sound like any. It doesn't remotely sound like Maiden. Fair enough, but a lot of this album sounds different. Yeah, this sounds really not like Maiden, in a bad way. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I, I like know. it. It's got this swinging, like weird '90s kind of like rock vibe where they're all just kind of out there. See, I just think it's a weak song. Yeah. Fair enough. It's I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. Yeah. This is filler. I don't know. Can't believe this made it onto the album. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't... <laughs> I've got, you know, start strong with high pace, decent track, you know. There's some of that raspy voice. Is it a decent track? I don't think it's a decent track. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, comparatively to you, I mean, I wouldn't give this like an 8 out of 10. Yeah. I like it. It's one of the worst Maiden songs to me, I think. Really? Oh, my God, yes. Have you heard The Apparition? Uh, yeah, we didn't get to that one yet. That's true. I would take the Apparition, maybe. Yes, exactly. It's like right next to it, Nesbitt. It does and have... Maybe, okay. And maybe that's what it is. This is the, the Tinder date's friend. So always looking for <laughs> always looking for something positive. Yeah. Whenever, even if it's a song I don't like. There's a cool breakdown in the middle and a great solo by Dave Murray. So I thought that, that was, you know, that was a pretty cool solo. It's a six, but again, six, it's a six or seven out of ten. 
again, it only sounds mm-hmm. awesome because it's such a bad song to me that like I'm like, oh well. I don't know because it's Maiden and I love Maiden so much. I'm always yeah. looking, looking, looking for something to enjoy about even the worst of their songs. That's right. So like this one comes on, I'm like, this is horrible, and I'm like, oh, well, actually, the solo is kind of good. But, you know, I'll give yeah. an extra point or two for the solo. Yeah. But I just think, oh, man, this is like album bloat. This should never have made it. This should have been a B side. I can't believe this made it through like the editing and onto the album. This is totally like pad your album with filler. I don't know. We have space on to fit this onto a CD. We got to fill up all the space. So come up with like half baked ideas like this. Yeah, to come on. That's my I'd, opinion on this one. I'd fair, say fair enough, sir. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. There are some some aspects I love. I love the just like it's told. It is cheese. Yeah. But it's good cheese. The drumming coming in. drumming it's it it's cheesy right but it, yeah, i don't know I it's very maiden sounding to me See, like to you, me, you, when you say that that's that's not maiden sounding to me there's some very maiden to bits, me that sounds like a yeah. hair metal song but yeah. not even a good hair metal song a yeah. generic forgettable forgettable hair metal from it's like, like the late 80s early it's like 90s, a boy a boy which band. at this point is already kind of yeah. like behind the times it's like a boy band version of motley Crue. Yeah, you but not I mean? good Motley Crue. Like, Motley no. Crue is good. I know, but you know what I mean. No, I, I don't know. There's something about it I just kind of like. And, and you know, maybe I'm grasping yep. at straws or something, but, like, yeah, I don't think it's a bad track. I don't I'm think it's great. agree to disagree on this one. Yeah, I mean, I'm giving it, you know, <laughs> six, seven, seven and a half out of ten. I'm not giving it out. I will say it is better than the next track, mm-hmm. yeah. The Apparition. And in fairness, wait, now, one thing. Okay. The thing about the Chains of Misery, like, the chorus is so repetitive at times with the chains oh, of yeah. misery. You could literally put this on loop for like two hours and drive someone insane. <laughs> you could, <laughs> yeah. right? So I will give you that. There's times where I'm like hearing it and I'm like, I like this track. And then I hear it again. And I'm like, okay, turn it off. Uh, and then yeah. I come back to him like, it's not so bad again. Oh, no, it's played again. Oh, God. Because, you know, your whole your whole concept of the, the list, like this was in there with like apparition. Think and, of everything, though, from like yeah. the first Iron Maiden album right up until the Book of Souls. Think of all the Maiden songs. Yeah. Think of every single one. Yes. And then think about this song. Yeah. But this is like not a good Maiden song. No, I know. But every album Bottom 10 almost for sure. has something. And then some of the later albums. No way, Some man. of this period. Like what's the worst song on Power Slave? Worst song on Peace of Mind? Oh, God. Quest for Fire is much better of a song. Yeah. Um, we had two that we ripped it towards the end of uh, Power Slave. It was Lost for Words and, yeah, and it was another one with like, well, Flash of the Blade, which like, now the is awesome. I say it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. But wasn't that so one of the weaker tracks? That. that was one of the weaker Flash, tracks. Flash of the Blade. That was we one of the weaker tracks. Oh, we God. We did Power Slave and we went through and we were like, Flash of the Blade, this isn't that strong of a Maiden track. No, wasn't our complaint there was like two sword, sword songs in a row, yeah. right? Yeah, the yeah. Duelist and That Flash was all we had. But we were like, oh, God. yeah, and we are like, Flash of the Blade is the weakest song on this album. Like that is, if Flash of the Blade was on this, it would be the best song on this album by <laughs> no far. One. And nothing else would even come close to it. It died as you did. <laughs> I know, one man in his honor. Okay, let's get to the operation. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> this? this one off. Yes. Raspy Bruce in full effect. Yes. So I'm sounding like a broken record. This is a not very good song. 
mm. with an okay kind of instrumental break and good solos. Every single song, I'm like, the song isn't very good. It has some decent instrumental parts. The solos are good. Are you telling me this isn't the worst song you've ever heard? Worst Maiden song? Oh, my God. It's really, it's really bad. It's up there. It's up there. It's This song is exhausting to listen to. Yeah. And when I get to this point in the album, I'm kind of like, it, it's an exhausting album to get through. Yeah. It's too long. And this is, I don't know, I don't like the main riff at all. So it's not off to a good start mm. with me when I hear this riff. Now I'm here, can you see me? Yeah, every time he sings anything, he almost like steps it back. He like walks his whole way through. It's like looking in. It's know. true. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like it's he's always like that. hooking it back. <laughs> yeah, every it's time funny you said that because I made a uh, an actual a mix of all the times that he oh, does God. that because it annoys me. He finishes <laughs> off the lines at the end of every verse, and yeah. it's this weird phrasing that sounds yes. weird. And yeah, he we should like, go there if we want to. He has to, Ooh, he has to like tack on yeah. a few extra words. And it's just, oh man, I can't yeah. stand it. So I made a mix of all the times he does this. And it's so like off-putting to hear. Like It'll ruin the track for you. Well, Everyone, tracks, listen there's up. There's nothing to ruin. There's <laughs> nothing tra- to ruin. Okay. You got your real true friends on one hand. True life. You only get a life once you put in. So they say, do you sometimes feel like you're on the outside? Looking in. Awesome. That me crazy. Oh my god. I know all the answers. Maybe I'll come back <laughs> to fill you in. <laughs> to fill you in. <laughs> I know. It'd be nice to know what happens when we die. It's true. Wouldn't it? <laughs> Wouldn't it? Yeah. Or it's like, it's true. <laughs> oh man. It's oh like they're just god. coming up with anything verse and course wise so to, to wrap around. Yeah. Uh, the, the writing. This is a bad song. And it's like he's rapping in his weird. There's no chorus in the song. Yeah. It's just like. Repetitive, and just was like, you know, like poor Nico's just drumming along, and he goes, Wouldn't it? And he stops. This is like, Oh, it's horrific! Oh man, it is. It's it's so bad. Yeah, when you hear it, you're when I hear this, you're right. Change the misery. I literally so change the misery is like a masterpiece compared to this. It's a masterpiece. This is a cliff in the album. You know how I was telling you when I was in the shower. Uh, I heard that track way back, Fear is the Key, and then it clicked, and I was just like. I heard, I've heard this in the shower because I always put my music on in the yep. shower and when I'm in shaving and stuff. And I heard this. I got out, got wet all over the floor to hit skip. Like I mean, literally, I it's like that. that I can't it. take it anymore. I know. It's just it goes on and on. It's exhausting. Oh my! And God. at this point in the album, if I'm if I start the album with "Be Quick or Be Dead," yeah. When I get to this point, I'm just like, oh God, how long is this album? I know. This it's is bloated, the worst. Man. This, it, but not only that. Like I'm not a huge fair the dark lover. But you got quite a bleed into that track. You know what I mean? It's yeah, just kind of... Yeah, the dark's buried right at the end of the album. <laughs> right at the end of this. Yet. 
I mean, wouldn't you love to hear, <laughs> sorry, wouldn't you love to hear Fear of Dark now, wouldn't you? <laughs> play it again. Play it again. Okay, I'll, yeah, I'll play, it play it again. Okay, okay, I'll do it. You got your real true friends on one hand, true life. You only get a life once you put in. So they say, do you sometimes feel like you're on the outside? Looking in, I believe you have the power if you want to. It's true, a little bit of faith goes a long way. It does, it would be nice to know. Man, we should turn all of those oh, into man. sound clips for the show, <laughs> wouldn't it? To fill you in. It, to fill you in. Oh, it's man. true. This is, yeah. It's just, it's... Okay, I always look at these songs, Yeah. and yes, I don't really like the song. Yeah. But I always, you know how I'm always trying to pick out something decent about the song? Mm. There is an instrumental section and some solos in here <laughs> that seem pretty good. Oh, god! But I'm wondering if you're so hungry for music at this point that, like, compared to what's going on, this just know. sounds good. Like, is is this, like, little break in the middle? Is this, would this be any good at all if this was on an 80s Maiden album? Like, is that even really that good, or do I just like it? That part two where it's like... That's right. That's not even very good now that I think about it. No, I like that. Actually, I have a note here. Do you like it, or is it just like... No. Is it like... It's so good, It's a three out of ten, and the rest of the song is a one, so that seems like a 70, because you're so desperate to grab onto. So here's the note. Here's the note. I have this note for you. I said, what the F is going on at 145 in this track? Jesus, is that a Yannick solo? It's ridiculous, but if it's Yannick, I just might fall in love with this track. <laughs> it's like oh, I got written man. here. I was like, you turned me around, Nesbitt. I love this track. <laughs> I'm just kidding. This is horrible. Well, Steve Harris and Yannick wrote it. Mm. Um, Cheesiest lyrics in the world. Cheesiest It sounds catch. like a jam session where they're trying to write a song, but they never bothered to finish it. I they know. just kind of slapped it together, and I'm like, I don't know. This is a horrible song. This is bad. <laughs> they just tried to slap it together, didn't they? <laughs> and the song never clicked. Did it? <laughs> oh my god! I wish they'd take the song off of the album. Wouldn't you? <laughs> Wouldn't you? Oh my god! Oh god! It's so bad. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah, that's uh, I don't know. I can't do any more in this album. Today. I can't do any more. We got one more. This and we is gotta... a mentally like taxing for me to get through. I know this album's not a strong album to me. This part now it's going downhill right at the end. Yeah. But next, next, next one, next week we've got 
Judas be my guide and weekend warrior. So, you know, things will definitely pick up. And then Fear and then of the Dark. Fear of the Dark. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should just, Let's just wrap play, up now. play live clips of Fear of the Dark the whole time. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Talkingmaiden.com. Go on there on Facebook. we got all kinds of stuff going on. Talkingmaiden.com slash talk if you disagree with us or if you think the apparition is great. If you think the apparition is great. I want to hear your reasons. Yeah. I, I seriously do. Maybe you can I, turn me around yeah. on this. Yeah. I don't think so, but. Good luck. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'd love to hear people's opinion on wasting love. Yeah. I'd I love to hear love that Wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> wasting love is good. It's good. Oh, man. We love wasting love. This was a good beer. The good time yeah. session IPA. Mm. From Bose Brewing. Yes. Coming up on our excellent. 100th episode. Coming up is there on anything top. you want to talk about? Anything you want us to talk about? Let us know. Let us know. Right anything now. funny that happened over the last 100 episodes that you want us to talk yeah. about? Yeah. Top 10s, things like that. Yeah. Or if you want us, I don't know. Whatever. To discuss something. We're just going to get plowed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should drink beer and talk about Iron Maiden that time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Documaiden.com. Until next time, up the irons, down the hops. Thank you.